Welcome to You're Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here. We're queer. Uh. Meh. Textual healing. So, the campaign, the primary race is heating mm-hmm. up. All mm-hmm. of them are yelling at each other, screaming, the gay one, the lady, the old guys. <laughs> They're all yelling at each other. Mm. But the, the lady... Uh, one of the ladies, Elizabeth Warren, she announced recently, well, like late last year, um, that they she announced 50 more, more than 50 LGBTQ leaders, women, non-binary activists mm-hmm. um, back Elizabeth Warren, supporting Elizabeth Warren. And I will say, as someone who has also been in touch with the Elizabeth Warren campaign, they mm-hmm. have done and, and having worked on presidential campaigns myself. Like, Mm. understanding the infrastructure of how a presidential campaign works and how Mm. the courting of voters works. And Elizabeth Warren's courting of particularly queer people and queer activists has been so smart, so interesting, because they aren't just going after the, you know, the two on Modern Family, the gay guy on Modern (laughs) Family. What's his name? Jesse Tyler Ferguson. They're not just going after (laughs) Jesse Tyler Ferguson. They're going after the the lesbian YouTuber or the or a past guest on this podcast. Brian Boitano. The the past guest on this podcast, Gabby Gabby Dunn, Dunn, who, you know, she's not a massive celebrity, but she does have a very you know, concentrated base of followers and very loyal that are very loyal. Mm-hmm. And it's so smart when you're running a presidential campaign to do this. Um, and they they have done an amazing job at it. She got Megan Rap. Oh, so 50, 50 these 50 plus women signed um, a letter yes. uh, saying we are legislators, activists and organizers who have been f- leading the fight for LGBTQ plus and women's right nationally and in our communities. And uh, the presidential election presents a historic choice and an opportunity to put a strong progressive woman in the White House who will deliver on big structural change for the country. That woman is Elizabeth Warren. And it's a it's an interesting time, I think, because, you know, you here you have. I think arguably probably the most queer support could you could argue is going towards Elizabeth Warren, at least in the public sense, mm. in terms of, you know, organizational support and activist support. She has a lot of prominent queer leaders supporting her more so in a lot of ways than the, the actual gay candidate Mayor in the Pete. race. You know, Pete yep. Buttigieg. Is that surprising? It is surprising to me because I and I, maybe I'm just a cynical bitch, but I always thought that like. Queer people were really simple sometimes and just followed whatever queer people do. Mm-hmm. And and I was really scared at the beginning that it would just become, oh, we have to support Pete because he's gay and we're gay. And it has it hasn't been that way. And I'm really glad it hasn't been that way. I'm really proud of the community. I saw yeah, a gay I guy never... on Tinder who just wrote, sorry, who just wrote in his bio, Mayor Pete is a Republican. <laughs> That's his bio. Well, he did speak at some Tea Party events, and when he first was mayor, he's he's he he definitely is a moderate centrist on a lot of issues. And yeah, but this, his I just past knew that this was moderate. like this well, was he's, just also, like he's, also he's not in a Republican. Indiana. Yeah, he is. He is, and I think that's a. But I think that's an important. I don't. He's not a Republican. Right. You're an I idiot if you call him a Republican. Buffoonery. Are you are you surprised that the? That... No, not at all. Because uh, gay people, gay men in particular love to be contrarian and they don't like to be pigeonholed and at least when it comes to politics I've noticed historically yeah Uh, and so it doesn't surprise me at all that 
people wanted to independently, which I think ultimately is a good thing, regardless also, of, of my I, tone. This uh, is just this isn't like there's no there's no poll I saw about this, but of my friends, oh, like on Instagram and stuff, my gay white male friends are the only ones supporting Pete. Mm-hmm. And then I see, you know, you know, all of my sort of like maybe non-binary people of color, queer people who are all very adamantly not supporting Pete. Mm-hmm. And it does seem to be even kind of a divide in the queer community that gay men, gay white men. But then again, I, I remember during the 2016 race, I wrote an article about queer people, queer men, queer people, but it really was just gay men, who gay white men who supported Donald Trump. And why they, even though they voted previously for Obama, why would they go in that direction? Yeah. And a lot of them just, again, like being contrarian. They don't want to go with the progressive mm. choice. They don't want to go with where all the other gays are going. So they yeah. kind of go opposite of what. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. Very, but that worked yeah. out nicely. <laughs> well, to, to name some people who are on the. Let, who signed the letter? Melissa uh, Etheridge. Melissa Etheridge? Oh yeah, Melissa Etheridge. Come to my window. <laughs> That's how Wait, she is sounds. That her song? Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Come to my were window. You, are, were you a fan I did of it better. You, you did do it better. Uh, not particular. Uh, yeah. uh, her music is not my thing. Yeah. But Sometimes I like her. When I, I want to like be inspired. I YouTube her Grammy performance after she had cancer. I do Absent like she... from this list. Katie Lane. Well, Katie, no, Lang. Katie Lang on this Perhaps. Verse. Megan Rapinoe, who is the soccer champ from the Olympics. Jill Soloway, who created Transparent. Um, any of these politicians that you guys particularly love? Anybody here? Any I mean, your, yeah, they're all faves. Really, you know, the, the, uh, the plaintiffs in the Iowa marriage equality case, Jen and Don, can't say the last name, Barbu Barbaroski. Um, I mean, they're... They've done some great work, and they were one of... I mean, I, to have marriage equality so early on in Iowa... Like mm-hmm. that's incredible. Yeah, and that's, that's brave. True. That's so fucking brave. Mm. And the fact that they're they're particularly because of the Iowa caucuses coming up, they are an interesting <laughs> endorsement. Also, well, do you remember that viral video a couple years ago of the son of lesbians who were speaking about marriage equality? I forget his name, but everyone was like sharing this video because he mm. he was speaking to the state senate or something about why they should support some gay issue. I forget yeah. what it was. And he recently came out. He's now an oh. Iowa senator, state senator. And he recently came out and endorsed Elizabeth Warren. And it's do you think this will make a difference? That's a great question. I don't... Iowa is such a... Iowa has a history of... Surprising us. Surprising us. Um, it can also give you some fuel. I mean, famously, Barack Obama won Iowa, shocking everyone, especially the right. establishment, thinking they thought that Hillary Clinton would certainly come in first, and then probably the other establishment person, John Edwards, would get the second slot, and Barack Obama would have right, to right. do the Clinton thing from the 90s and climb his way back and get right. in the South votes, right. the black votes. Um, but he won oh, in Iowa. How dare you? <gasps> it's you true. son of a it's bitch. <laughs> he won in Iowa, but he got kicked in his ass in New Hampshire. Yeah, he and did. it became this sort of which what elongated the race. But also famously, Ted Cruz won Iowa and Donald Trump won New Hampshire. And so yeah. and in this last 2016, Hillary Clinton I think just barely, barely won Iowa. Out Iowa. But it was a 50-50 race with yeah. him and with her and Bernie Sanders. That was and a, so that was a surprise. Iowa because of the caucuses. Quit fucking with this Iowa. <laughs> I think <laughs> the real race comes down to when some 30% of the country votes on Super Tuesday, but mm-hmm. Iowa gives people some news cycle. New Hampshire gives people excitement. South Carolina to me should be the first state and is the most interesting state because it 
is where an I mean black voters vote. Mm-hmm. Iowa, New Hampshire. New Hampshire has 94% white people. Yeah, yeah very, very white It's insane. States, right. And the Democratic Party is not white. Right. And it's like, why would you have two races in two massively white states as the deciders, early deciders of a presidential race? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. So annoying. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. My prediction is, I'll just do this now. Oh. My prediction is. Okay. I think. <laughs> I already hate it. That. <laughs> Bernie Sanders is going to win Iowa. Huh, interesting. I think that. I also think he's going to win New Hampshire. I think Joe Biden is going to win South Carolina. And then I think it's going to become a split race once Bloomberg gets in to Super Tuesday races mm-hmm. and his eight people are able to vote for Bloomberg. And Super Tuesday is going to be a fucking, like, shit show of mm-hmm. people winning states. And so you don't gonna... have, think Liz can pull it through? Well, Iowa and New Hampshire to me don't Liz? matter, but I don't. I do think she can pull it through, but I think it's going to be— a very, very, very tight race, and I think she can pull it through in Super Tuesday by getting some states under her belt. Yeah. But I think Bernie Sanders is too much of a lock in New Hampshire because he's loved up there. Yeah. And I think in Iowa, he he did so fucking well unexpectedly in 2016 that the fruits of his labor, he's, he's the highest fundraising candidate in this race. He has an amazing amount of support. I think he could easily win Iowa. I saw a video today. I don't know how old it is or how new it is, but it's a video of Joe, of Joe Biden on the— campaign trail talking about his leg hair oh about his blonde leg hair. Uh, yeah yeah i don't know i, I'll, I'll, I don't know i mean i don't right. like to sort of talk about who i support but like <gasps> i i will unabashedly say i, I do not support joe biden I, I joe biden i will if he's the nominee of, of course. course but joe biden i think worries me more than anybody else <clears throat> yeah mm, i don't know you're you're a big Joe Biden stan? <laughs> Not, but I don't know if you he want were, Uncle Joe in the White House. I don't know if he. I don't know if. I don't know. I I just anecdotal again, purely anecdote, mm-hmm. anecdotally, when I was home for the holidays in Michigan, swing state, everyone I talked to, I was talking about Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders. Everyone's like, wait, you think she can win? <laughs> you think she can win Michigan? You think Bernie Sanders can win Michigan? And he did. No, no, no. I'm not talking primaries. I mean in a general election. Oh, in a general, yeah. And so uh, I guess when I meet, again, pure anecdotally, but when I meet people on the ground in swing states who were like, you know, your your liberal friends in L.A. might love Bernie Sanders, but I don't think my neighbor is going to vote for him in Michigan. I can see Bernie Sanders <clears throat> being, being I, I, a questionable I, choice, but I actually yeah, can I, see people in a general election – voting for Liz Warren. I see a case for it because we do have a history in this country of electing educators. I think a world exists in which both of them win. I also think a world exists in which Joe Biden wins. Yeah. But uh, I also think there's a world in which Donald Trump wins. Uh, <sighs> I do. But like, I, but I, I, I very don't much so I, think I, that. I, I, do, I do get anxious. I do get anxious when we when we push too far, too far, swing too far left. The other thing that is really concerning in January is that the impeachment trial could come at any moment, and then these people, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, could have might have to then leave the campaign trail in Iowa and go and mm-hmm. vote in a impeachment trial or participate in an impeachment trial that could yeah. go on for who knows how long. Yeah, yeah, fun stuff. Let's yeah. blow up the I moon, love guys. the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. Drew Drogi, hello. Hello. Hey, thank you for being here. Thank you for having We've me. We wanted you on for a very long time, and we're so happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. So, so glad you're a man here. who wears <laughs> many hats. 
Mm-hmm. You do celebrity impressions. You do comedic acting. You're on TV. You're in movies. We were, of course, just talking about something that we're lucky to witness here in L.A., which is when you do a show called Golden Girls Live. Yes. You, Jackie Beat, Sherry you Vine. Play Rose. And Sam Pancake. And yes. Sam Pancake. All doing a live reading of the Golden Girls exact verbatim. word for word, right? Verbatim. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of when we know them. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. And, yeah. And I, lo- I mean, they're just so much fun. They're so much fun. <laughs> I'm always curious. You, you do rose in you know a very specific way where you're always kind of like sw- swerving your body a little bit. Yeah, and her. It, the tits are humongous. Yeah, the, yeah, the tits are a big part <laughs> of it. Like, boobs are went, humongous. Yeah, that was the big part of it when I got when I got the gig when Jackie offered me Jackie's idea for me to. Well, first of all, I never I never get to play a sweet character, so I yeah, love playing right. Rose because she's so innocent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I play a lot of stupid people, but yeah. I play just so many bitches and awful nightmare people. So it's so <laughs> nice to be sweet. Um, Where did just, you find like those choices? Well, for I, I Betty White? when I first started, I mean, I watched the show. I mean, Betty White is so good on the yes, Golden Girls. Yeah. She's also so real that like if I just did it the way Betty White did it, I wouldn't get laughs. Because also Rose doesn't get the laugh lines usually ever. She yeah. is the laugh line. Yes. Yeah, right. So the other three usually get the zinger. And um, I'm selfish and want to get laughs, so right. there's that. But also, <laughs> I watched Betty White more recently, and the more in the last and Betty White. You know, has learned how to do Betty White, and so yeah. watching uh-huh. Betty White now, she is more like a drag queen of the old Betty White, and she, she's very much like this adored grandmother who, <laughs> you know, who really milks it, and she's just like, I am just mm, milk and toast, like I'm just so sweet and delicious and wholesome. So, and I notice like her sort of, she has this sort of body choreography that she kind of does and it's this and it's in this I I can't explain it but yeah I just started noticing and I was like oh I think it's that and then also like I can't really do her voice and so I just do something really crazy that's sort of like a, a Carol Channing acid trip voice, you know, thing that I do. Well, it's similar it's to so how you do fun. a lot of, like, yeah, even Chloe. Chloe. I mean, it's that like, yeah, you're not yeah. doing a direct interpretation yeah, it's of never the character. Been, I'm not, I mean, a lot of it is, I'm not great at doing, like, really great, like, accurate impressions, and I'm, and I'm also not interested in it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really care about mm-hmm. it. And so, to me, it's about, like, the essence and, and like, creating an original character that's, that's like, based on the spine of that person. Like, yeah. oh, that's kind of who they I, are to me. How and did then... you find that with Chloe, with the Chloe So, character? wait, wait. So, let me, oh, yeah, Drew sorry. does an incredible impression of Chloe Seventy. Yeah, sure. And yeah. literally, the moment I see you in makeup, I start laughing. <laughs> and, uh, and it's so funny, because I, I watched a clip on YouTube of you talking about how you developed the character, and you said you just saw an interview with her once where she was talking about the most, like, abstract, obtuse things yes. as if everyone in the world <laughs> Would understand. Right, 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 right. Oh my God. Like Tell DJs. Us. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, that's what, that's what I was. It was an interview that I read with her, and she was just, the references were so, but you could tell she was tossing them off like, well, you understand, you know, just with, you know, uh, with DJ Aoki and Skrillex, and, you know, and, and, and you're just like, what, wait, what? And it's just like, and it would go from these, Esteemed actors to like downtown, you know, uh, foodie people. Reference. It was just these random references of people, and you're like, wait, what? And then, and I did look. I do look like her. I mean, like I, I realized that. I and the and we we just and so it was. It was a total accident that I had a blonde wig on for something else, and I put it on, and I just was like, oh, I really look like her. But then she doesn't really have a very identifiable voice, and no, it's like right. you know, she and she's like... also not like. 
you know, she's not someone that's like she's she's known for being an actor and then like a fashion icon and everything. But yeah, she's not like, yeah. you know, doing anything out in the world that you're like, right. oh, that's what I'm. Like. But it's more about like just that person who has to who has to have had more fun at the party. But their their definition of fun is references yeah. like who yeah. was there, what they were wearing, what we were eating. Right, you know, and not and nothing about like what's going on internally. It's or, right. so so. I mean, I have to say, for Drew, I mean, I, we've known each other for a long time now. Yeah, and Drew did this thing. I remember when I was coming out to L.A. I, I was living in New York, but I was doing L.A. New York a lot, and. I was nobody, and we would, my buddy and I, Brian, would make these dumb videos for like different things. Drew. You would come over and you would do anything, literally just like, <laughs> like for like nobodies, because you were, and even then you were like, you know, a known actor, comedian. You were doing things. It was before Chloe, but it was just so kind of you just to randomly oh show up at someone's house and like do a weird God moment. I think you played God in I one of my videos. I did play God in your backyard. Yeah, I remember point. that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just so random and weird, but it was fun, and it just well, it, it, well, likewise, it was fun, and I mean, I, I just, I genuinely love doing what I do and yeah. so when people who seem cool ask me to do something and I'm free I'm like even if I don't know people yet yeah. I'm like why not yeah, and yeah. then if you're awful I won't do it again you know but, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I also think too that like the this the 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 internet the videos that I've done that have done well that's great I've done a lot that are that don't do well and that's also fine like I I feel like there's a lot of fear that people have about like oh well I is this going to be good? Yeah. How is this going to go? I'm like, will this well, be embarrassing if someone right, sees that right. it doesn't have a lot of views? And it's yeah. like the cream rises. People right. forget, like, if something doesn't go well, and it's yeah. like, just do it. Like, yeah. why not? There's some people that sit at home and wait for the perfect project to come on their what way. They need to yeah. be doing. And I'm just like, yeah. just be be a part of things and do stuff and be busy that day. And also, it it you know it keeps the demons at bay of like, what am I yeah. doing with my life? Oh my you know, God. you're busy yes. doing anything. You're like, well, that's better than like you know sitting at home. Angry and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Stew- Which happens, you know, every two days if I don't do something. Yeah. Yeah. Stu- stewing in my studio apartment. Right. Screaming at the You women do it who so well, though. I mean, you like, what? what's so surprising to me is that here you are, like, on an episode of Modern Family. I think I remember seeing you uh, driving. I wasn't a, on Modern was Family. It, but... You were driving something. It was a car. No, it wasn't Modern Family. It was a Christina Applegate show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, up all night. Yes, up all night. Yes, and, you like... and I ran over a turkey. Yeah, I ran over the turkey. <laughs> that show was so good, it and was I was so, so angry that it was canceled. I got to do it twice, and I was so happy that um, I got to do little bits because I also mm-hmm. uh, did a all male Bangles cover band called the Dangles, <laughs> and um, and I got to I yeah, and then I got to uh, sing with. Maya Rudolph and Christina Applegate, which yeah. was like a dream. Yeah, they're so and good. Do, and they're we so great. And though. they were just like so fun. I mean, and that show was so. It was good. It was so really good. well written. Like it, yeah. it, you know, it, it shouldn't have been as great as it was. Where are you from? I'm from Lincolnton, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Which you've you all heard of. You know <laughs> it very well. I do. I was just, well, I don't go back specifically there, but I. Um, because I don't, my family doesn't live there anymore. But mm-hmm. but I do go back to the Carolinas. I was just there um, last week. I have family. My brother's outside of Charlotte, mm-hmm. and then my mom is near Myrtle Beach now. And so like I was a lot around South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Do you like so, going yeah. back? I do. I mean, you know, I love my family. We get along really well. I mean, it's just the uh, when I go back, we travel a lot because we have a million mm-hmm. people to see. So yeah. I'm in the car a lot. So a oh. lot of it is just that's the the bigger. Yeah, drag of it all, but yeah, they're they're great, and I and I usually go back twice a year. Yeah, usually the summertime if I can, and then around the holidays. That always amazes so. me with people when like people who have family 
like large families that they go and they visit their cousins and shit because in my family it was always just my family. We never yeah. went and visited yeah. cousins or aunts and uncles. We, no one us else liked too. us, so we just stayed home. All I yeah, want we... is a large family like the Drogies. I oh want my a God. huge family. Oh. We're the perfect family. We all get along. We're all incredible people. <laughs> I want why, it. Why do you want? A, I mean, do you think like you would it's like, like hang Christmas. out with your I want, cousins? Yeah. yeah, I want like, yeah, I want to like hang out with all my cousins and have Christian all these family. people in my life and the people to buy gifts for. I want uh, all that. I want yeah. all those big I things. Have, I, mean, I don't have that many. Like I don't have a lot of cousins, and I don't see that many that extended. But I but I do have two grandparents still alive. <gasps> oh wow, that's and, amazing. Yeah, and so I want to see them obviously every time I'm back because yeah. you know they're ninety and ninety one, and um, yeah, and my mom and her sister and brother are all really close and so like it's just it's usually that mm-hmm. side of the family so and you don't have you know. a car here in LA right I do. Oh, you do? Yes, oh, I do. I thought you didn't have a oh, car. you do have a car? No, I do have a car. It's so funny because oh I, I always see Drew. So I, <laughs> no, you're live, not the only one. I we told live you that. Near each, that's yes. right. We live near each other. And one day, I always see you walking. And one I day, because I just got rid of my car, one day, I very like kind of inarticulately was like, so do you have a car or what? Because I see you around so much. And and you were like, yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, but I just got rid of my car, and so you were oddly enough my inspiration. I always want you to yeah. do that. I've, I've I've chosen to not scream out the window. Right. Well, yeah. I the window, love but... walking, and You're I and there's so many people that have said to me like. I saw you walking. Is everything okay? <laughs> like, are you? Do you need? You know, whatever. And it's like because it's so weird to not. Yeah. But I, like, I I drove here tonight. But like, I a lot of times, I didn't have parking at my place for, until like uh, maybe two years ago because I had to wait on somebody to open up a spot. Yeah. It was one of those situations. Yeah. So at night, finding parking in our neighborhood was impossible. So a I would find bitch. it during the day, and then I would lift an Uber at night. And then I yeah. just sometimes I just prefer to do that so I don't have to think about. Yeah. Where to park and all that, but then also I anywhere I can walk. If it's within two miles of somewhere, I will walk. I don't care. I Me walk too. And, I, and I love it. And um, it is sad. Yeah. It's sad that we live in a city like LA that is so vapid that my only concern, well, my primary concern in taking the the bus is that someone will see me taking the bus. Oh my God, I know. And they'll no. they'll be like, oh, you must be doing really poorly. <laughs> oh, I know. It's so weird because no one thinks of it in New York. Like, no, you know, you yeah. have to the train, you're going to yeah. see all kinds of, and it's like, yeah, that's if only- If anything, you, you avoid sm- people uh, like on a train that you, yeah. you don't want to have the conversation. Right, exactly. Yeah. You see yeah. them on the street I don't. I just enjoy being outside and, and, yeah. and moving. Like, I'd rather do that than be stuck in a car somewhere. I hate just being... You know. Absolutely. But yeah. I don't know about Lyft and Uber. Any, I, I feel like that bubble has burst. I don't think it's as great as it was. Really? I love it. Yeah. I did Makes love it. feel it. like royalty. Oh, I mean, it definitely <laughs> still it does. does. It's just gotten to where drivers are like, really underpaid now. Yeah. Rides are yeah. way more expensive and they take like 15 minutes sometimes to pick you up. So yeah. they're not yeah. as reliable as it was. Although true. it's essential in drag, I will say that. I drove once yeah. in full drag and it is the most A, embarrassing, B, <laughs> uncomfortable thing. You can't do it. I've honey. always said this. You can't drive in a wig. Can you imagine you driving as yeah. Chloe to a gig? Oh, I've done it before and it's near impossible. It's impossible. There's something about wearing a wig and yeah. driving yes. that is, it's really hard. Put a wait, corset wait. on that. So you're a, it's it's a danger. Is that what you're saying? No, it's There's not a something danger. where you're just it's, your faculties feel a little 
like you feel different. different. I don't know. You can I take mean, the heels off, Alan. You of know course, that, right? no, the heels are off, but the it's like for me at least, and I, I think some of your hair too. The hair is really big. I'm driving yeah. a small, compact car. I have a corset on. I don't know if you corset as as Chloe, mm. but like I have a corset on, so I'm trying yeah, to navigate it's and really like, hard to when do. you have something that restricts you from doing this. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't. You, you just yeah. you just slumped in and your you, chair. And the hair pushes your face down, so I can't see. Can out you of take the hair off? No, because it's glued. Oh, it's glued. Yeah. I didn't know that. Or, you know, and there's just something about, like, just hard to see, and I just, like, my ears aren't in the same. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, it's really been hard to even you articulate have lashes on, why. so you can't see out You're of your doing a much better job than I, your I, eyes. I yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, um, between Chloe, like, we talked about you doing Chloe, talked about you doing um, the Golden Girls Live. Has that, has the drag element of your live stuff been by design or more by coincidence? Total coincidence. Uh-huh. And, I, and I love it, but I've always said I'm an accidental drag queen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because it you came from- You do a from, lot of drag shows. From doing, yeah, and it came from doing sketch comedy and um, and coming up through the Groundlings where they wouldn't let us play characters of the opposite gender back then. Now mm-hmm. they, we've changed that oh, rule. Oh, sons of bitches. <laughs> and, um, what a rule. Part of it I do understand when you're learning how to do characters. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you have so many people that get up to do a character and it's like dudes being like, I'm a lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And that's right. it. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, right. yeah. I get it in theory because it's yeah, like, sure. don't don't just play at it and be like, that's what a woman is and that's my character. Right. Like playing British or playing Southern. You know, it's one of those like, mm-hmm. so. Or playing gay. That right, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Yeah, I really love funny that. stuff. Yeah, funny. Um, but, you know, so I just started, as I started, you know, doing more and more of that and sort of, you know, finding that I, and I got an all gay sketch comedy group um, like 15 years ago. And that's when we were like, we're gonna we're gonna play ladies, and we're gonna do it like kids in the hall did it. Like yeah. we're gonna do it like play them real and mm-hmm. not play them, you know, like sketch real and not play them like you know um, jokes. Mm-hmm. Tim Allen like and or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, Look at my uh, Or the Gap Girls. If you watch that again, it's oh so painful God. to watch. Like, painful. Wait, what's the Gap Girls? Like on SNL, was, the, yeah. Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Chris Farley was the best oh, one of all of them. But like, yeah. like seeing these straight dudes play women, it, it's so With the hateful. Valley Girl it's hateful in a way. Like you watch. Like, what are they doing? They like, do they really? This is what they think women are like. It's cringe. And you know, and they weren't playing. The, it was just literally the joke was, "Look at me, I'm in a wig." Yeah. But so that started happening, and then I just started getting asked to play women in shows, and I would do like Rockwell shows, and then would be like, "Can you be the Meryl Street part yeah. in Devil Wears Prada, or can you do?" And then it would just and and I love it, and I love that when I first started doing Chloe, it was so booger. I mean, I we had the same. Chloe used to have like a blonde like afro of hair. That's yeah. how long ago I've been doing it. And so we had the same kind of hair and I wouldn't do any makeup and I would just look just like me and I would have like maybe a scarf on and heels, mm-hmm. but like in jeans. Like it would be really you do total the no gender lips fucky. thing that I am oh, obsessed yeah. with because Chloe if the funny thing at least within drag, I know Brent's probably like mine doesn't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah. Um but like a lot of white women don't have lips. A lot of white right. people don't have right. lips. Oh, and when you paint, uh, when you, you paint, son of a bitch. When you paint, <laughs> when you purposely put on dramatic red paint in a small, small line on your lip, yeah, yeah. you're pointing out the fact that this white lady has Does no, no lips. Yeah. Lip. Yeah. And it's so funny. It's so Thank funny. You. I had Sometimes no idea. I've done more of that. I've, I've, I've sort of done more with that because she also wears a really like flat orange yeah. a lot of times too like a matte <laughs> yeah. but it's Isn't like it, orange there's it's also like the a queens weird... that do Reba where they only paint their bottom, oh, the bottom lip, lip because Reba there's doesn't literally have no so funny. Oh, at that's all amazing. Isn't it interesting when you when you you never would notice something I have never noticed that until you said it and I had a friend in college 
who uh, who was Asian, and she wanted to get a surgery that would give her eyelids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and God. I was like, "What are you?" And she was like, "She was like, some Asian people don't have yeah. eyelids. They, they're obviously their eyes closed, but it, you don't yeah. have a, a quote lid." I had never noticed. Yeah, so that's that's pretty popular. popular. It's the Caucasian sort of racist, yeah, yeah. Right. beauty standards mm-hmm. that white lips, white eyes, everything is the standard. Well, and it's like know? so many cultures have nose jobs for that same yeah. reason because yeah. they want it to look white. And it's like, why would you ever? I just think yeah. I love. But when I you love do it as Chloe, I, love, I mean, I just think it's so crazy that you I would love be a like, big nose. Me too. Yeah. I don't I, understand I'm why weird. people. Would would be like I'm weird at like I love huge noses. Yeah, I like do too. big like, bulbous old big, man noses. Yeah. Bulbous. <laughs> I know. I'll never I mean, forget. not like a Scotch nose. <laughs> That's I mean, bleeding. Not, though. I don't want it bleeding. Who's the guy and, from like, Streetcar? Who's the actor from Streetcar? Carl Malden. Carl Malden nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, like but what Andy I love. Cap, what like, I love yeah. about when you do it as Chloe or when any drag queen does it, like a straight person watching you isn't necessarily maybe going to get the lips thing, but like to some people, it's like it's jokes on jokes on jokes, and different people are going to get different jokes from different things that you do and yeah that's what's so great about wow. it what 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 um what what inspire what comedic things or people have inspired you to be this because you're because like alan's saying it's like you're like you're funny you're a funny performer but you're also referential and you also do weird stuff and a little bit avant-garde like what yeah, inspired I, you? i mean carol burnett out of the gate that was my number one as a child and then as i got older it was john waters mm-hmm. and then i started reading like bright easton ellis which is a lot of the chloe stuff is directly i really <clears throat> i like flipped through American Psycho a few years ago and realized like oh my god this is one long Chloe Dark. I like just yeah. stole <laughs> this idea of just lists constantly because I like I think I love list comedy and then yeah I mean I've I, I don't know I've always I always gravitated towards and then it, again like in terms of the drag thing it's always and I think this is a a gay man thing we always thought women are funnier so it was like watching SNL I you know. Jan Hooks and Jan Nora Dunn. Yeah. I mean, Jan Hooks is my number one. It's like I watched her and I was like, that's what's funny to me. Or I would, mm-hmm. you know, watch Lily Tomlin or Madeline Kahn or Goldie Hawn. Or those are the people that I really gravitated towards. Madeline Kahn. You know, I mean, come on. You know, and then <laughs> You're that, just you saying know, names and we're, we're like oh, moaning. I'm we're dying over here. Jan Hooks was so deeply underrated. I know. Yeah. I, I know. I, I, I still cannot believe that, that two she wasn't seasons of designing enormous. Women. I know. I mean, she was. She, you know, I mean, her be. story was so sad. I so mean, she sad. really didn't really want it that much. I mean, I she had no respect for anyone who had ambition, which I think is <laughs> so, so funny. wonderful and, and yeah. tragic at the same yeah. time because, yeah. you know, I mean, she apparently, she just really didn't want, I mean, she was on SNL. She didn't want, she, like, she ignored, like, none of the women got along then. And that was the biggest reveal in that SNL book and reading that being like, those three, I mean, you can imagine Victoria Jackson not getting along. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, they really didn't like each other. And, and like, Jan, like, didn't want the spotlight, didn't want, you know, and then just, like, when she felt like somebody was, like, trying too hard or, or you know, she yeah. didn't respect that. And, yeah. and it's like, yeah. oh, man. She I was wonder just, what it was like to date because Kevin Nealon dated her. Yeah. I wonder what that relationship yeah, yeah, was yeah. like. Yeah, I know. She eventually moved to, like, Woodstock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She kind of Stop went saving, into obscurity. Yeah. 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 Although she showed up on Thirty Rock and was mind-bogglingly funny. I Wait, know. I you also do a Betsy DeVos. Yes. Oh, oh right. I did. One, well, just once for James's podcast. Yeah. I mean, you but should do it more. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That was a 
in the moment well, idea like he because I, I love James so much talk about someone who does the Adomian, best impressions right? of yeah, James yeah. Adomian of, of best impressions of anyone in the world yeah as far as I'm concerned and can do anyone I yeah. mean you could almost it's just like scary just roulette and yes. you have to give him a name and he can figure it out and do it but what's your DeVos impression like oh it's just um <laughs> very very dumb <laughs> very clipped um elitist mm-hmm. with nice lady nice lady uh voice where <laughs> but just saying horrible cunty things uh, um <laughs> but that's so it funny. that's it so uh so funny that was it and i don't remember i think a lot of times i just answered long questions with just yes yeah. <laughs> i just would say yes and then but he was sean hannity and he ended up like fucking me on a table at the end oh, or something wow. so it, it took a turn and it's yeah. all improv based you, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you had yeah. no idea where it was going oh my god he just kills me he's so oh, great so funny yeah. drew Wait, I just want to also yeah. say you were also on Cash Cab. Oh, that's right. <gasps> right. How did that Michael happen? Michael Yuri and I got on Cash Cab. <laughs> did you know you were going to be on Cash Cab? I, I think enough time has passed to, that I can reveal that we did know we were going to oh. be on there. We were doing publicity for for Michael directed um, the show I did, the solo show that I did called Bright Colors and Bold Patterns mm-hmm. in New York, and we were and, and Michael. Yuri is obsessed with Cash Cab. Yeah. And I watched it. I love it too, but I I mean, it's not, it's, it's such a New York thing that I didn't yeah. know it as well. And so we somehow the you opportunity came up. You can see on your face up. when you get in, you're like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was also at like 6 a.m. or something that we had to do it. And we had to pretend like we were just get, catching a cab. Oh, yes. Yeah. And if you, and it's like we were, we were going to the Soho Playhouse to do my show. And it was like 6 a.m. But you see it, we're clearly on like, you know, you know 57th. And, you what know, I love about shows like that, knowing people, like seeing someone yeah. you know on a show like that is yeah. you know <laughs> when it's fake. Like you yeah. know 100%. It's like, He's not excited. Oh, but yeah. the people that watched it, they were like, oh my God, how lucky you are. Oh my God, did you, you know, and whatever. Because we were, we did get really into, because I love playing a game. And did we you really win a got lot? into. No, we didn't win anything. Oh. Uh. No. That was, I, I mean, you know, we were not one of the, we, that was part of the deal was that we were, it was just for publicity. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Did you, in theory, win or did you get a lot of questions wrong? We got a lot right. Okay. I remember what we got wrong. We got the names of the lions in front of the public library wrong. Oh, Jesus. Um, That's a toughie. Yeah. Their names are like patience and grandeur or something. <laughs> really? I'm totally making that up. There's yeah. something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But weird. They have Fortitude, yeah. I think, is one of them. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So fun. Yeah. I what game that was show would you go on now? Uh, I would, I've always, I would love to do Jeopardy, but I'd be mm. terrified that I'd be. I watch I'm, it a lot. I really love it. I really do love it. And I, I, I enjoy it a lot, but I would never never go on Jeopardy because I would do so oh, poorly. Oh, I would feel like I'd be like such an idiot. But they... you know what I'm terrible at is Wheel of Fortune. Oh, like, I can look at the same way. I can look at it and I'll be one I'm letter away and I'll be like, way. I don't know what it I is. I am the same. And Elliot's yeah. a whiz I'm at phenomenal it. phenomenal He was wow. on Wheel of Fortune. I was you were? Yeah. As a child. Years ago, Elliot was like, Go, it's easy money. Go audition for game shows. We even did one. Yeah. Like, I go did. audition I did. for game shows. And they won't cast me because I'm too funny. Uh, I have too much personality. They don't want personality. No. Oh, on, on Wheel of Fortune? No. Yeah, I mean, on Wheel of Fortune, they want you yeah. to be like No, on Wheel of Fortune zombie. was the one they right. told me I was too funny. Yeah, yeah. it's true. They yeah. want you to be like... Yeah. Uh, well, I did one called Cram, where we had to learn a bunch of... We had a 24 hours. We were locked in a in an observation booth on Hollywood and Highland, and people could come up and stare at us, but we were not allowed ah. to sleep. We couldn't sleep for... I think it was 24 hours. What? what? And we, were, and we had a 
a we had a just a like a bin of material we had to learn. I had a partner, and she and I are quizzing each other all this time, learning it, and then they take you to a studio with no what? audience there, with giving you no energy. <laughs> And you had to do all these physical exercises while they made you recount all the information. Wait, this is really like weird happened, porn. Or... This is weird porn. Like <laughs> that is this really happened? Crazy. Yes, yes. And and uh, we had to like walk a balance beam while they're asking us questions. We had to go. There was one round where we had to go back to sleep. Where we had to go in bed. What? We had to lie down in a bed, and they brought all the lights down and they read more information to us in a very like what? quiet voice. <laughs> and we had to like what? learn it, and then we had to like, and then they would play horns. Like Russian horn. Did we win anything? And we won, I think we run like five grand each or something. Wait, was that this ever won. on a network? It was on Game Show Network. GSN. Mm-hmm. Cram. Wow. I want to be on the Lisa Kudrow game show. It's like some celebrity one where celebrities. That's not a, you mean who do you think you are? No, no, it's not that one. It's celebrities have to like tell real people things and the real people have to guess something. Uh, oh, that's oh. like $25,000 pyramid? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a weird show, but I want to be on it because I love Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> yeah, okay. sure. Good to know. Same. <laughs> Drew, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for Drew. having oh, me. Yes. Thank you, Drew. Where can and people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and uh, everybody, please be sure to watch AJ and the Queen because yes. it's yes, coming out on of the course. Tent. Of January. Congrats. Thanks. Exciting. We'll see you on yeah. Netflix Thanks, then. Oh, see you then. And another thing. <laughs> I thought it'd be I thought it would be we've talked ad nauseum about every different iteration of male crush we could <laughs> yeah. we could think of. Oh lord. But I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about our female crushes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, now Alan. or before yeah. Alright, we'll start things off. I'll start yeah. things off. Dominic Mochiani, who I had a big crush on her. Uh <laughs> as I said, I remember I don't know who I, that is. Dominic Mochiani was in the ninety six uh Summer Games in Atlanta. Gymnastics. You lost me. She was a the gymnast. Bombing, the bombing games. Yeah, the bombing games, Alan. Yeah. She was a gymnast, and I remember seeing her in like um, a bathing suit or something, like for whatever no, a reason, leotard, a leotard or something. And and I'm not kidding. I remember telling a friend of mine at the time, I was like, I think she's particularly hot because her breasts are so small and muscular. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Great. I love that you tips. have Joanna Kearns from Growing Pains. I think who now I thought is a Joanna very, Kearns. She's a very good TV director. director. Yeah. She is oh, you a know what? beautiful woman. She is beautiful. Yes, she is. <laughs> we, I remember now we bonded in New York a long time ago over yeah. our crush of, of Sarah McLaughlin. We thought, I still... I meet people all. I still think Sarah McLaughlin is hot. Yeah. And I mean, I in the meet animal guys, videos. I meet guys. <laughs> in the guys. Animal. I mean, I mean, like straight guys will be like, "What are you talking?" about? I thought she about? was so hot. I remember. I remember Her there was mole. a Rolling Stone um, that she was on the cover of, and I was like, "I have to get this. She's so hot." <laughs> For me, in that like same, she has such a beautiful damn, smile. I don't understand. In that same man. realm, I thought Amy. I thought Amy Grant was so. Hot. I mean, like the Christian singer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. When she, only when she did her secular music. Yeah, she yeah. did the crossover. Baby, 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 baby. I'm taking Taya it Leone. I thought Taya, Taya Leone was Taya like Leone. really fit. I just thought she was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I she thought, had a fun face. I still I swear think she's to you, cool. In the midst of, I mean, I was, I still think I was a little too young to care about 90210. Like, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Right. But. I re- remember it was like a conversation, like the hot one was, was I guess, Jenny Garth or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I was always like, I thought something was really Luke hot Perry about Tori and... Spelling. <laughs> oh, wow. I really thought she was hot. Right, right. I, I very distinctly remember, too, as a kid. Unconventionally having... beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. The, yeah. 
Um, I very distinctly remember medically this, beautiful. Yeah, this camp counselor I had. I was probably no older than five or six, and she was. I mean, this is Long Island, so she had huge frizzy hair yeah. and oh, giant right long there. orange nails. Yeah, <laughs> and she would like r- like caress my hair oh, as a little kid. Oh yeah, and I had such a crush on Amy. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I always had Amy crushes Fisher. on my orthodontist hygienist like assistants. <laughs> I always had crushes on I all of them. Had such a different. I have such a different life than you guys. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Alan's Alan's were weirdly sexy. Well, I was because I don't. By this. I mean, I, the thing is, okay. I'll be. Let me be upfront. Well, first off, before we get to me, I do have to say, Elliot put on his the Filipino girl on Sesame oh. Street. <laughs> what the fuck that. does that mean? I couldn't. This is such. I shouldn't even say this on the podcast, but. There was one thing on Sesame Street that was like like a, a, t- a video package of like kids building a playground. And there was one girl who oh I think God. was like Filipino. She was on I, it for like a minute, you mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh. I, I thought her knees were attractive. <laughs> and I was, I had like a, a hard on for a girl. That's like something a, that they say about wait, a serial killer. Like yeah, his, early, his early interests were the knees. I, it makes no sense, but I remember being like being turned on by her knees. Oh, wait, that's, that's, that's I'm like funny. hot. I'm hot right now. <laughs> that's really so wow. creepy. Yeah, yeah. I, I struggle with this because I, I have. She is somewhere in the world right now. Have Having no idea that you pined after her knees. <laughs> Let's get her on the podcast. Yeah. IMDb her immediately. Um, I yeah, mine are pretty traditional. I have Jennifer Lopez, Salma Hayek, Kim Kardashian. We talked about I, Trace Lisette, Christina Hendricks. You from have a Mad crush Men. on Kim Kardashian. Well, I just think yeah, I think she's I think she's very sexually beautiful. But the thing is, I don't like. I don't when I a uh, crush. I guess you, sounds, here, here's a question. It sounds more yeah. like a fascination rather than a sure. sexual thing. Mm-hmm. Here's a question for you. When you were a kid, before you had the Dennis Rodman doll put in your butt, yes, my uh, pussy. Did you have any point in which you had uh, a crush or a sexual attraction to a celebrity or a classmate? Honestly, I can arguably. I think maybe I might have had at some point, but I can't. You can't remember. I, I can't remember because I, I actually rem- believe that. I remember you. thinking as a kid, something's wrong with me. And I just I have agree. to deal with that. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm I'm being serious. Yeah. I, I honestly thought I could not, I could not mentally or physically see myself sexually with a woman, uh-huh. with with someone uh-huh. with you know female genitalia. I could not, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't fathom it because the I mean the idea of gender then was sort of not in my it wasn't in my head. But like, I if if someone had a vagina, I could not see myself sexually mm-hmm. doing anything. Mm-hmm. I just it didn't make sense to me. And I literally thought like. Women are just cool, but I don't have crushes on them. I've, I, I've never even, like, I also had a, a similar thing in that I don't know what this means or says about me, and I've never really tried to explore it too much, but I very distinctly had, I think, early sexual feelings toward girls, d- truly. Well, yeah, you used to wrestle with them in yeah, first grade. Yeah, I had, like, 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 a really sexual crush on Whitney. There was a girl in my fourth grade class who I didn't even I didn't even understand yeah. at the time, but I would I would like fantasize about her as mm-hmm. a kid, and then it was literally like by age twelve or thirteen that it felt like a light switch, yeah. and suddenly I couldn't imagine myself I with a girl anymore. I had an interesting epiphany during this. So I did have a crush on a classmate. Her name was Kamala, and Harris. No, <laughs> it's not Kamala Harris running for who ran for president. Uh, and I had a I had a realization. I like was quote in love with her, and I had a realization recently that she looks like 
my ideal type now, mm-hmm. which wow. is shorter than me, uh, and a person of color, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, very kind of pr- pristine, like nice face. You know, I don't know, just like you know, it's that's kind of my type. Yeah, yeah. and elfin, elf, elfin, elfin. <laughs> I'm not saying Kamala was was elfin, but. Uh, but it's interesting now when I had never noticed that connection, but now looking back, I'm like, oh, I had a crush on this, like, this, you know, tiny- Keebler elf. This Keebler, right, this Keebler I just, elf. I just never, like, my biggest crushes, I guess, or what, like, whenever I did anything was, I was obsessed with women's clothes, I was obsessed with women's nails, hair, like, the beauty of being a woman. And so, like, I would want to play with Barbies, or I'd want to play, I'd want to have girlfriends and, like, go to their house and, like, play with their stuff. But it wasn't- it never was like a sexual crush. <laughs> You're making me. I just. I just. Did you picture I the Dennis Rodman doll too? No. You just made me remember when I was a kid. Uh, I spent one summer <laughs> oh at an God. arts camp. Oh no. Yeah. And in a class, I took a drawing class. You're jerking off at knees. Knees on people's knees. I think that the teacher of the art class. I think she talked to my parents because. All I liked to draw was, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> really busty women in bathing suits. <laughs> I, think, right. I think they called my parents because she, all so I would draw was like so giant tits in these like bathing suits. So Elliot and, is drawing big tits and jerking off on there's knees. Something weird. There's on something knees. honestly like I can't. I I haven't taken the time to like. Figure it out in therapy or whatever, but I, I don't do think, think you need to figure think, it out. I don't think, that's a I big think you're deal. fine. <laughs> there's but there's okay. something to be said to the idea that I felt these very early f- sexual feelings toward women, and it culminated at a very young age and then yeah. disappeared. Well, well, I mean, uh, uh, the listeners might not remember because we j- we've joked about this a lot, but well, we, we talked about is, it like a year ago. Was it, about you, it actually, all you, want. you actually wrestled with with a female Whitney, classmate, yeah. of your, a classmate of yours, nude. I was in, in love like with first grade. <laughs> yes, and we didn't know exactly what we were doing, but it was clearly sexual. <laughs> It was in the dark. Our shirts were off. That's not sexual. If two kids are doing it before they're able to actually, you know, have some sort of intercourse, that's not sexual. That's just playing around. We recognized something was happening. (laughs) My mom opened the door and was like, what's going on down there? We're like, nothing. No, that's not sexual. That's not sexual. sexual. The memories of it felt (laughs) sexual. I... Yeah, that's something you might want to work out in therapy. Yeah, that, 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 well, that, that we can explore. It doesn't matter therapy. because she is literally a welder now. <laughs> Happily married to a woman. What, what would, would your, your aunt, aunt say? say? Uh, what would your aunt say about something she heard on today's podcast? For, wa- for once, I agree with Alan. He's a cynical bitch. <laughs> You did say um, that earlier, but um, my aunt Joanne would say "drogi, drogi." That's an interesting spelling for a name. <laughs> about Jewish stuff. Sorry. Uh, what about Aunt Anne? My aunt Anne would say, "I don't want to get political, but I just don't." Uh, Warren, she just looks like she should just be yelling at people. She's not going to be president. <laughs> she, maybe she can come be my accountant. Oh God. <laughs> oh Anne. What the things you need to learn, Anne? Oh, tell me about it. I'm Elliot Glazer. Thanks for listening. And thanks for listening. What, am I kicked off the show? (laughs) I'm Brent Sullivan. (laughs) And I'm H. Allen Scott. (laughs) Starbanks Avenue, a podcast.
<clears throat> a podcast network.